Hello, greetings folks, this is Rico, and you're listening to Treks in Sci-Fi. This is going to be podcast 633 for April 30th, 2017, almost May, tomorrow. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the Vimeo video, Vimeo video that <laughs> that I put up last weekend covering uh, Star Wars Celebration. It, it There's a lot more to really talk about and cover I'm going to try to do some more music videos for the show. It was really a great time. Uh, and uh, to continue the look at that, uh, I asked the folks over at Star Wars Stacks, specifically Chris Clemente, uh, who I was at Star Wars Celebration with, along with Joe and Jedi Jeff and 70,000 other people. Um, but anyway, I asked them if I could use their episode because they talked a lot about uh, celebration uh, Joe and uh, Chris did and had Jen on the show as well and they talked about Star Wars Celebration they talked about the trailer covered some of uh, the other fun that we had down in Orlando a couple of weeks ago so for a little cross promotion um, if you guys aren't aware if you're listening to Treks and Sci-Fi and you don't know what this other podcast is uh, Star Wars Stacks is a show uh, done by Chris and Joe and Jen uh, approximately it comes out every uh, once or twice a month and they mainly cover uh, Star Wars books they cover the newest of the Star Wars books that have been coming out for the last couple of years and some old books they'll cover some older uh, whatever they're called non-canon books or legacy or whatever that whatever fancy name they gave for the all the old Star Wars books they cover those as well sometimes and other Star Wars topics they have some fun shows where they talk about the trailers and things going on in the world of Star Wars. So um, I thought this this would be fun uh, for you guys to hear, If you especially if you don't listen to Star Wars Stacks, obviously. If you already listened to it, if you've already listened to this show, well, uh, you get an off week from listening to a, to a Treks and Sci-Fi because you've already heard this. It's pretty much the show uh, that they put out earlier this past week or like, well, I guess a week ago or so that you call it now. But um that's uh, all I really wanted to say. I want to thank them for letting me use this on Treks and Sci-Fi. Again, Star Wars Stacks, uh, it is all about Star Wars books, but other things in the Star Wars universe. Uh, but they mainly focus on books. So you guys will enjoy this, I think. I certainly enjoyed it when I listened to it a couple of days ago. And I, I hope you do as well. I'll be back next week with a more, I guess, regular classic style show. I'm going to cover a Trek episode next weekend. Haven't really picked the one yet, uh, but I will very soon. So if you ever want to uh, get a hold of me, treksf at gmail.com. Uh, go over to patreon.com forward slash treks and sci-fi. Support the podcast. I put up some exclusive things from Star Wars Celebration there. And uh, yeah, so that's uh, always appreciated. Other than that, you can find uh, a lot of us Treks and Sci-Fi folks over on Facebook. And I guess that's about it. Take it away, Chris, Joe, and Jen. Good morning. I see you guys to drop by. The Star Wars Stacks is a show for lovers of Star Wars in all its forms, covering books, games, movie news, and beyond! Ladies and gentlemen, here are your hosts, the Oddballs of the Outer Rim! Hi, woo! 
the idiot savants of Star Wars. I got a bad feeling about this. The not-so-stuck-up Council of Jedi Masters. Somebody has to save our skins. The geeks from Geonosis. <laughs> they triple majored in Star Wars lit film and games. Great kid, don't get cocky. Chris, Jen, and Joe. Hey, everybody, we're doing it live. It's a Ooh. Star Wars Stacks. How's it going? Pretty Everyone. good. Yeah. And everybody's here. Crazy. We're all here. We weren't all here last time, but that's okay. Um, So we got big stuff happened, of course, over the weekend. We had the trailer dropped about a bunch of days ago, but we did not do a show because we were, Joe and I were at Star Wars Celebration on the floor. Right. So we were, we sort of saw the trailer live. Oh, no, we did. We saw it. I mean, on a as big, it happened. Yeah. We just weren't in the panel. And nor could we really hear it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we saw it like four times. And then and then finally at, in the evening, yes. back at my parents' condo where I was staying, we watched it on the TV. Yeah. And then I heard it for the first time. <laughs> but so like you guys that like Jen, you saw it probably at home. Mm-hmm. So you people, anybody who saw it like at noon on Friday, you saw a you heard it and knew it before we did and we were on site so <laughs> well the room itself which was the galaxy stage right that was the galaxy stage joe I the believe. big one right the yeah. big one is great you go in there the sound is booming it's wonderful but um they did not do a very good job in piping that sound into the convention floor or or the or what they call the star wars stage right which is where they had like the star wars show um, yeah, with Anthony Carboni and which and, I'm uh, not really that big of. Yeah, anyway, um, so like when they were doing the Star Wars show, if you were like right there by the stage, you could hear very well. So we heard people laughing and at the panel and everything, but we were, I don't know, Joe, what seventy five feet back, maybe more. Yeah, I mean, we 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 inched our way up, so I guess we were way back. We were uh, way back, so like, but Rico by was like also the Mandalorian yes. mercs or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Booth so, and- so Rico was with us, and um, Rico, Joe, and I are both of approximate height. Well, I'm the shortest, which is very disturbing. As uh, my picture, current Facebook profile pictures of me standing next to a Wookiee, looking up at him, very sort of trepid with trepidation because I do not like being around people taller than me. It makes me very <laughs> comfortable. Yeah, me too. It's kind of and yeah. It actually worked out well. You're you're what you're six two. I'm six three, and Rico's six four. So we, yeah, we, we were, were steps. Like, yes. Yeah, we're steps. It's nice. We're, yeah. <laughs> So being tall, um, except for uh, our buddy Jedi Jeff was with us, and he is not a uh, tall man. Um, so we sort of were him, and his, and his wife is even shorter than him. It was like, and uh, it was like we were. It was it, we really. I felt like um, like the Fellowship of the Ring, you know, like we had. Uh, you know, <laughs> at least we were easy to spot. From yeah, a it was distance. like Gandalf, and then Aragorn, and Boromir, <laughs> and then you had like Gimli, and then one of the hobbits, you know. So right. it was like. <laughs> The being tall, we could actually see the gaps. So, like, we were like, oh, there's a gap. So, we would kind of scoot mm-hmm. trying to get closer. And we made it, I think, halfway closer. Yeah, we were pretty good. And that, so the, and, and the other challenge was that there was this really, really cool uh, life size TIE fighter. Oh, yes. That was sitting right in front of the kind of right in, in line in front of the stage. Yeah. So, you didn't want to be too far back and then looking straight on at the stage because then this massive TIE fighter would be in the way. So you had to kind of be off onto on one side. Yes, yeah. which is what we were. Because Amber, our uh, listener Amber, was there. We, we we met her prior to Friday's kind of sort of. Hi, Amber. 
which was great of her was she was sort of texting me like she was like our person on the ground in the war, you know, like she was she like was much more eager than we were and actually so, got there early and tried yeah. to do things. On Thursday, which was the big 40th anniversary panel, I watched a lot of it. It was really cool. Yeah, uh, where Harrison he, Ford showed up. Yeah, and I liked listening to George and I liked listening to um, Hayden Christensen. All that stuff was very cool stuff. So um, she said, oh my God, like we were waiting outside for three hours or something, right? She said the line was a mile long. And I was like, oh my God, they haven't planned for this at all. Right. That was just to get into security, right? That was security. So I will give this to the Star Wars Celebration people or whoever it was, if it was the convention center, you read pop or whoever. Yeah. So when we went, we strolled in like uh, Like nothing. Yeah. Like nobody's business. So I think they they actually fixed the the next day. They had three uh, entrances open, which made it much yeah. easier. So yeah, that was the issue. The first day they only had one one entrance. So yeah, massive line. Everyone yes. going through the metal detectors, and that was the news item too. Like people lining up outside of Star mm. Wars convention, you know, and having their lightsabers inconsistently tagged as weapons. <laughs> yeah, there was. <laughs> Did you, Jen? You've been to lots yeah, of conventions. Do they, they do, do that? that? They do that at uh, Comic Con too, and it's, it's really ridiculous. It's, it's like dumb. what? It's a lightsaber. Really? <laughs> like, it's how, how can this be confused for a real weapon? Yeah, that's well. Like the, we were in line with a kid that was dressed up like Anakin, mm-hmm. right? And he wasn't even had. He didn't even have like his lightsaber in full. It was just um, clipped. It was just yeah. a clip. They put a freaking zip tie, you know, around like the the trigger mech. I don't even know where, but it's like, come on, man. I mean, you know what? That's the perfect example of well, we're just gonna go by the rules. I think we're we concluded Rico's logic. selfie stick was was a, a more lethal weapon than that lightsaber. Yeah. It is a weapon because it makes you look like a complete tool when you use it. <laughs> now, to be fair, it was not a selfie stick. No, it was, it was actually Pro. for the GoPro. Yeah. And it actually, I'm sure he, he shot a lot of cool, I'm sure he shot a lot of cool video with it. Um, yes. But it wasn't like a selfie selfie stick. It was more like a GoPro thing. Not That's cool. The security had. at Comic-Con told us that if in a, their rule is that if it can be mistaken in a dark alley for anything like a bomb <laughs> or a gun <laughs> that, you know, anything shiny kind of comes off as some sort of weapon, then they have to tag it. Yeah. That's, and I guess like Jen, you have an ultra saber, right? And yeah. It's, it's aluminum. Mm-hmm. So aluminum. yeah. Aluminium. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so I will, so that was our, like we knew, like she had, Amber had let us know, uh, yeah, you're not getting into the last Jedi. Like, and so once we figured that out, I know we sort of, when we were leaving uh, last week, Joe, we were like, the only thing we really want to do is try to get into The Last Jedi. Well, guess what? No, not freaking possible. Because <laughs> guess what? I'm not sleeping at the convention center all night. Right. So yeah, I guess like Rico's, ass all day. Rico's nephew <laughs> was there and he got into the panel, but I think he said he didn't quite camp out, but he got there at like 3 a.m. 3 in the morning, yes. Yeah. And lined so, up and got a, got a bracelet. Because basically to get into the panels... And I don't know, since this was my first con, I don't know if this is the way it is at other cons, but basically you would have to, you'd get there in the morning mm-hmm. and you'd go to like kind of the, the ticketing area and yes. there'd be all these lines set up and, and you stanchions. Could, yeah. Yeah. And you basically would, would walk down the row like, to, to the panel you want and they'd give you a bracelet. Yep. And that, and that was, would, I found that system to be great. Um, we got into a few panels and it was fine. You know, you got there, we got there like when it opened, we went down and got our bracelets and then we had something to do. It was fine. You know, I wasn't 
I didn't think we were probably going to be able to get into either one of those two panels. Yeah. So the ones, so the, I guess, yeah, we weren't able to get into obviously the last Jedi panel. I guess we missed, so, cause we were there the Friday and the Saturday. So right. the big ones were last Jedi. And then on Saturday, I guess the rebel season four, that was Saturday. Yeah. And battlefront two, <clears throat> I think was gone as well. Oh yeah. They were way, they were long gone. So we ended up getting into like, we went to see Warwick Davis, uh, which was really great. Yeah. Um, we also went to the heroines of star Wars panel which was again really great um dave filoni is a really entertaining guy um and we got to see uh the uh, miss farty herself ahsoka uh, yeah <laughs> ashley, ashley X- X- yeah i'm ashley getting X- there yeah. <laughs> i had her name there it was in my brain farty. and farty <laughs> and then um i, I i'm sorry i'm gonna, i sure he has a really uh, unique name but the the, the lady who plays um sabine uh, on Rebels. something sheer car yes it's a very uh, unique name that i'm it's not coming to me and then as a very big surprise uh daisy ridley showed up yeah for a few, so and that was we, really cool we have now seen daisy ridley in person in per in the flesh and she looked very glamorous in her, you know, in her red, red dress outfit, yeah. yeah um and that was an interesting i really liked that panel because i i really felt that the at least ashley x all three of them they were seem to be such big fans of what they're doing, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm like I was watching the girl who plays Sabine like play with her figure because they gave them these new dolls that are coming out um, for that new cartoon series, Forces of Destiny, which we got to see the one we got to see we, one see, we got to see one way before everybody else. Yay! Uh, it was the Ray episode, and um, and I just really kind of got a kick out of watching uh, watching her put like Sabine's like helmet on and taking it off and like really sort of <laughs> checking it out like kind of you could tell she was kind of proud which I kind of just dug that yeah, I mean hey why wouldn't you be right and Ahsoka um, uh, Ashley Eckstein she's obviously a big big time fan of her character why wouldn't she be mm-hmm. um, and Daisy really even was like really she seems so genuine I don't know there's something about her I really like her and uh, her and and Finn yes are like very. They're, they're riding the wave. They they they're 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 enjoying this whole thing. Yes. <laughs> so that was a fun. And the Warwick Davis panel was just a, he's just a really um, he's a funny guy. He's a great host. First of all, he hosted um, a couple of the other things. That I we think went everything to. on that stage was probably. I think that was his stage. Yes, that was his stage, and he hosted all of the things. So the next time we saw him was at the Anthony Daniels panel, which was an, <laughs> which was a really uh, good panel. I'll put up a little video I took of near the end. Um, Anthony Daniels read to us from a C three PO comic, right? And I thought that was actually kind of uh, nice. But he was he was an interesting character. <laughs> I also liked when he made Warwick Davis put on the. The Ewok. The, the I took Ewok video. Head. I, yeah. I took video of that too. Yes, he made <laughs> he gave Warwick him. Davis. <laughs> Yeah, there's a little bit that they do where at the beginning where he introduces Anthony Daniels and then Anthony Daniels comes out on the stage and then walks off the stage like bad, pissed bad off like, oh, yeah, that's a terrible introduction. I can't, <laughs> you know, a, and But I found the, both of them to be really, it was really, I think they were just, they're very entertaining and have a really great personalities and really great panel. And then, um, is that was that the only panel we did, Anthony Daniels? No, we, we did we do another one after that, Joe? Yeah. I can't remember trying to think maybe that was the only one that that day. was it that day yes that was the day we sort of wanted to to wander around the, the because floor and, and yeah, try well, and buy just, a t-shirt from the freaking celebration uh, store <laughs> that's the one down oh boy i mean we could go on forever but that one downfall of 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 the setup was the way they have their official store is um it's a travesty <laughs> i mean to wait three hours just to get a freaking t-shirt and you can only buy one t-shirt so like that was my goal was like to go there and get the kids. Remember, I wanted to get the kids like one of these T-shirts. Well, guess what? I can only buy one. Yeah. So and so then one, we, one lucky kid. Yeah. <laughs> Who's so, your favorite, Chris? <laughs> I can't say that. It's not fair. 
Um, so that was a little bit absurd. So I bought a, there was a couple, some nice shirts at the Disney setup that they had there. And I got myself a shirt that Rico had to go buy too. <laughs> yes, I put up a picture of that. You know, I'm making, I'm took Joe was amused by this picture they took of me. Um, Rico went to get a shirt and he liked the shirt that I bought the day before and I was wearing it and Rico went to buy it and then Rico held it up next to me and Joe went twins and I just kind of made this face like, oh, <laughs> and Rico and Joe for some reason thinks that fun picture is hilarious. It's the I best picture. I don't know why. It's your facial expression. You're very good at facial expressions in pictures. Yes. I mean, the Wookiee, that's the other yeah, one. Yeah. And, and the glancing sidelong up at the Wookiee. Yes. Yeah, if you go, I, go, but that's go a on real, our Facebook page, you'll see all that stuff. Yes. That's a real glance because I didn't, I don't trust anybody that's seven feet tall. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we really, um, the thing for us was like, we kind of were we, Rico as as well. And Jeff, Jeff is, um, our, our friend, Jeff, who has not been on our show, but he, he's, we've done Treks and sci-fi. I've done a ship's show with him. I'm sure you've done a ship show with him. He does like ships shows. Like he'll do the ships of rogue one, which I did with him. He, he'll do like, you know, star Trek or whatever. And, um, Joe and his wife, like they're, they seem to be professionals <laughs> or Joe Jeff is and his wife. Or Jar Jeff. There's too many J's. Jen, My Jeff, wife is Joe. so professional, she didn't even come. <laughs> That's right. She's like, keep me away from those people. <laughs> I think we joked because Rico had a, a media pass, so he was using that. So he still had his two passes. We're like, Fran, you know, if you want to come, we have she was like, yeah. pass. She's like, yeah, not so much. <laughs> so um, they went to more panels. Like they went to the Rebels panel. Um, and they were there for four days. So. They were there for like the full gamut. Um, so we, Rico and had kind of, put his foot down with lines and i'm sort of after the stanley debacle which i talked about last year it's a very famous episode of our show i'm sure you've heard <laughs> it <laughs> but anyway i believe i i believe the name of that episode is stanley in the hollow net blues i can't remember what the other part of that was about but um it was mostly me complaining about stanley's uh, line but <laughs> we decided like lines was not going to be a thing we really wanted to do if we didn't have to and when i heard we weren't going to get into the last jedi panel i said well that was really the only thing we'd have to stand in line for <laughs> so we kind of just spent the day hanging out. Yeah, just wandered around, gotten yeah. got to see you know got in where we could get in, checked yeah. out the dealer floor, and yeah, just. And I, I'm actually very happy with my budgeting. Like I didn't like spend a ton of money. Right, I, I guess mean, you picked I, up some stuff for the kids and how and those models and. Yeah, I mean, and that was about it. And um, I really wanted a, an ultra saber like Jen has because she has a really cool lightsaber. But um, guess what, finger, Jen? Yeah. Hmm. They were not. They were not allowed to be there. I don't Why? think there, there was only there were licensing. Like, yeah. Oh. So we yeah, interviewed them on Anomaly one time, yeah. and they said there's never been a conflict because well, of the fact that they don't use the word Star Wars. It's just. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Saber. <laughs> so we asked the. Um, there was when you walked into the con. There was the um, saber guild. The saber guild. Uh huh. And so Anne I said, wasn't part of the saber guild. And Richmond. Oh. Yeah. So they had some really, those guys had really awesome um, costumes. Mm-hmm. Like there was a Darth Revan that was part of the Saber. Oh, Guild. really cool. Fan, yeah. I took a picture with them. Fantastic costume. And I had a picture of him and I think it's uh, Amara Jade, right? Is it Amara? Or or no, is it just a uh, a Sith lady, I think, giving yeah, me the lightsaber yeah. on the neck there. And um, Oh yeah, that was that's a good one. Yes. So... Yeah, it, it, this was like the first trip I've been on in a long time where I'm in pictures. Usually, I'm just taking pictures of the kids in front of like Spider-Mans and and uh, lightsabers. Um, and I asked them, and the guy told me, "Yeah, it's like a licensing thing, or they haven't, they couldn't come." And I'm like, because I was ex- fully expecting them to be there because I I kind of said, you know, all I really want as far as a purchase is to get one of those really nifty 
lightsabers that everybody has and uh couldn't and there there was there was a vendor there selling them but he their prices were sky like 400 and up so mm. guess what didn't buy a lightsaber um i got a couple cool models some t-shirts and other tchotchkes um but that's about it and joe bought a chewbacca <laughs> yeah, I, I bought my that. daughter a so little cute. plush chewbacca and, and a star he and his what is joe has a very specific uh star wars t-shirt rule right and it has to be what joe it has to be subtle <laughs> so 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 this is my thing so i was looking around for t-shirt you know i wanted because i'd only i really only have one star wars t-shirt because of my subtlety rule so i wore that the first day and then the second day i'm like well i can't wear other stuff so i need another star wars t-shirt so I, I looked around they had this big t-shirt wall thing and and so i found it actually ended up being a jinx shirt so that was cool and uh, it, it's basically a uh a light side point from uh old republic <laughs> right so and it's, the, you wouldn't even like like your wife said i wouldn't even know that was a star wars shirt exactly. and joe's like perfect <laughs> That's exactly what I want. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, give me a Star Wars poster on a shirt. Subtle is not my thing. Eh. Yeah, see, see, I feel I feel criticized. But <laughs> I like that shirt a lot. And Rico liked it too, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> Whoa, my lord. Because <laughs> he had to buy it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that was neat. It was really, and it, and uh, my wife asked me like, so was it weird? Like, because I called her, you know, after we got back from, we spent the day Thursday together at Universal, all three of us with your wife. And that was lovely. Mm -hmm. And she said, um, well, was it weird? Like meeting these people? I'm like, no, it wasn't weird at all. It was like, I've known these guys for so long that it was just like, oh, well now you're just in the same room. That's all. Yeah. It's like, it's totally <laughs> different. I, I mean, you know, it's like, and, and Jen, you could probably speak to this for, you know, meeting Rico and mm -hmm. Austin and all that. I'd say it's like the first like five seconds. They're very quick. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, that's like the voice that I know. Yeah. And it's a person. And then yeah. it's, and then you're just like, okay, I know I've known you for like ever years. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the way it is. It's so it was like very normal. For five yeah. seconds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was very normal. Like we went to, we had a nice lunch and uh, just spent the day hanging out, and it was great. I mean, I had a, I got to. So Joe had, <laughs> I may have had the picture of the weekend, but Joe had the line of the weekend, and it made me laugh. It makes me laugh every time I think about it. So basically, it was like Joe and his wife were kind of passing the baby, like, oh, we went on the Transformers ride so joe stood with the baby in the uh, what do they call it the child swap area yeah, then we, yeah and then we went on the ride and then we got off and then joe went on so there was this whole sort of you do the baby like i t very first ride that we came to joe stayed out with the baby and we and Miko and i took his wife <laughs> away from him <laughs> onto the ride so um near the end of the day there was a roller coaster where we were and joe and his wife for some reason wanted to go on this horrific looking roller coaster <laughs> it that was I would fun. never go near on in, in a million years and what happened to your neck joe what did i tell you it got hurt didn't it, it i i noticed it was a twinge. less than less yes. than comfortable a little okay, twinge. See, yeah i told you that's what it's it, yeah. it, a tall guy on a roller coaster yeah. you tend to like scrunch but no you had lot. to go on it you just had to go you couldn't resist so my anyway i wanted to and i'm not going to say no to my wife. okay so you went on the roller coaster <laughs> and so like i'm like well fine so just give me leave me the baby it's fine i'll stay here you guys go do the roller coaster and it's like a it was like a nothing thing to me i got four kids forget it babies are like it's like nothing you have one <laughs> so <laughs> joe so joe's like um he said you know <laughs> it just makes me laugh <laughs> And it, 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 out of context, it would seem really weird. I left my baby with two men I just met today so that I could go on a <laughs> roller coaster. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I guess I can see that's a weird thing. 
<laughs> but but was, you know what? We we went on the roller coaster. We had a, a fun time, and we and came I only back thought about selling the baby once. There you go. Because <laughs> she's but adorable. We, we came back, and 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 the baby and and Avery was asleep. You guys, did yeah, a I put. Oh, by the way, I put her to sleep. I have a way with babies. I do. The baby whisperer. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm like Aragorn with horses. I just go, uh, no, 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 no. You know, the baby goes to sleep. <laughs> so, yeah, that was really, really fun. Um, a whole a whole trip was so fun that, like, this week has been such a, like, uh, drag. Just a bummer, you know? Like, I mean, I was with friends. We were at, like, a fun park one day. Then we were, like, just, like I was telling Joe before we started, like, I'm at this magical place where there's, it's full of things that I like and people that I like. And all the other people that are here like the same things that I do. <laughs> and, like, Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, um, Joe was excited, I think, prior to the trip because he was going to get to witness one of my awkward, <laughs> curb your enthusiasm type encounters, right? Right. And right. I think we, so I had a wonderful time. I yeah. had. Because yeah, Chris always has these stories of, you know, Rogue One and the man right. with the, you know, the, the man with um, the YouTube videos and, and yes. all this stuff. Getting so into these little things. The only <laughs> thing that was even close was that when on Saturday a man ran into me. Like he ran, he, he, a big, a, a large fellow, uh, ran through the entrance for no reason. He was very excited to, and ran through the, and knocked into me. And like, he was not like, he was like a linebacker. And I mean, it was like, what are you do? You know, but that was about it. I didn't even start a thing. I wasn't really, I was such a, in such a great mood. It didn't even occur to me. I was just like, well, that was odd. So Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so it's it's so Thursday. joe had a, a yeah. universal encounter which i feel is worthy of <laughs> of the show because um right so yeah. i was not involved i'm gonna say right now that i washed my hands of the affair you were you were you were i was in the butterbeer line you were waiting for butterbeer yes <laughs> yeah so so we were at uh we were at what? what so not Hogwarts. What's it called? The place where the butter beer is. Well, yeah. that that would be. Um, we well, it's, yeah, it was Hogwarts. Hogsmeade. It was Hogsmeade. It's Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade. Hogwarts yeah, so is the school. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we were at Hogsmeade, and uh, I guess we went in not necessarily the back way to Hogsmeade, but there's kind of like two two ways to get into Hogsmeade, and we went this one way where there's you go you go over this little bridge, and you can and see then Hogwarts. You know. Yeah, and then there's like an, an arch, and. <laughs> And and then there's like the there's this butterbeer cart that yes. they set up, and uh, so so we needed some some water for the baby, mm-hmm. and you know we always we thought we should try some butterbeer because you know that's what you do at um, <laughs> at, at Hogsmeade, and so me me and Chris got in the butterbeer line, which was which was fairly lengthy, and uh, and Fran and Rico went off to you know find some shade for the baby and and whatever and. Uh, and finally, I think at some point, uh, the baby was getting irritable because she needed to eat. And Fran and Rico came back to the the butterbeer area, <laughs> which is sort of, again, at the end of this little bridge. So it does, there's sort of a, a choke point there where this this butterbeer cart, because there's people waiting in line, there's a bridge. So so it creates a narrow opening. And there's also this this ride that's at Hogwarts that gets off there. Yeah. So, so you have a large a, a flux of people moving Yeah, fairly there. high traffic area. Yes. And... So Fran comes up and says, and I happen to have, you know, the, the baby's food in my backpack and all this. So she's like, Avery needs food. And, you know, so so I come out of the butterbeer line and Fran kind of takes the stroller and, and puts it in a way so we can tend to the baby and whatever. And I'm not necessarily, again, you guys are both, you know, are, you're, are both parents. You've had 
six month old children at one, one or multiple points in your life. And, uh, you know, sometimes when you're tending to your baby, who's irritable when they're six months old, you don't necessarily pay attention to where you're standing. <laughs> so it's very possible that I may have been a little bit in the way, <laughs> which is, you know, again, I'm very clearly tending to a baby. And so what happens eventually is some woman who I, I don't know, pushes the stroller, uh-huh. like puts, puts hand on my, my stroller that contains my daughter yes, and pushes it backwards. And I kind of look over and I'm just a bit perplexed. And I say out loud, did that lady just push the stroller? <laughs> and then <laughs> this other guy who's back in the line, who has further back. To, yeah, further back in the line, who has nothing to do with anything. He's not involved in this situation in any way, shape or form, says something to the effect of, what was it, Chris? Like, okay, so dude, you're totally standing yes. in the way. So I want to <laughs> remark that, that I'm observing all this from my vantage point. Right. Completely amused. <laughs> and I'm holding my arms up like, because the guy, be- and I want you to picture in your head a douchebag. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. this is what he looks like. And this is exactly, he was Adidas clothes, whatever it is you're, you're picturing. This is, and he goes, you couldn't possibly be any more in the way. Right. And now here's what I'm going to say. Observing as an observer in the butterbeer line, <laughs> Joe was not. They were not 100% in the way. They were off as far to the side as they could. It is a walkway, but you know how it is sometimes you have to stop because there's something going on. And they were Mm -hmm. not really in the way, but there was a lot of people. Regardless, what you do is you say, excuse me, (laughs) or even maybe not that polite, just say, pardon me or excuse me, uh, can I get by? Can you push that? You mind pushing that or whatever it is. To just put your to just touch someone else's stroller is just to me beyond yeah, the that's, pale. That's not okay. No. It's and not. So how then did I, she push the stroller? I mean, regardless, it was wrong. But like, did she shove it with anger? I don't know if it was with Paint anger. The she shoved it for me. I would, I would say, say she, it was curse. It was a very curt push. Yes, it was a curt push. It, it wasn't angry, but it wasn't like, oh, I'm just going to very gently push this baby stroller. Picture aside. how she, you would move a uh, shopping cart out of your way that was unattended while you're trying to get through. Right. That's okay. how she did it. Sort of yeah, like, so ugh. boom. And the and thing is, I would have, yeah, and, and there was a baby in there. And, and you know, I would have been upset with this lady if not, and, and honestly, like, I almost forgot that that was the thing that precipitated the whole situation because of this guy, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so I think I, I turned to this guy after he said what he said. Yes. And and I basically, at first I was like, huh? And then I went, well, you know, like Chris said, if, if you had, if you, you know, if, if it was me, I probably would have said something like, you know, if you had said, excuse me, sir, you're you're blocking or, you know, just excuse me, you seem to be blocking the way. Would you mind moving? I would have said, oh, no problem. I'm so sorry. I'll get out of your way. And his response to that was, <laughs> and this was our running gag throughout the rest the of the weekend, weekend, basically was, well, I wouldn't be standing in the way because I have common sense. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like it was just like two douches in a row. Oh. You just got the double douche. And then and I did my switch off thing and I said, all right, sir, thank you. Have a good day. Joe turned Goodbye. Canadian. You just yeah. went back. Canadian. Yep. See, Jim would not have gone that way. <laughs> no. And I, I neither would. Neither would. And as you guys know. It would have been on. <laughs> and as you guys have heard, neither does Chris. Right. <laughs> neither does I. But because I was in such a jolly mood, I just was able to observe this. And I'm like, huh, look at that. That's something that I would have been involved in. But I'm waiting here for butter beer. At that point, I waved Joe over. I'm like, hey, man, come on. The line's Line's moving. Let's get moving. some butterbeer. Like, over all right. <laughs> so, uh, so that was very, and then it kind of just, it was a very, so that, yeah, it was very amusing to me because like, 
I, I wouldn't even, like, I was telling, like, I'm not even sure, like, I remember patting a kid on the head in my son's class on, on accident. Like, I just kind of pat my kids in the head, and I was like, oh, I didn't mean to pat you. I'm sorry, you know? <laughs> like, touching people's children or, you know, their, if a thing holds their children, I just don't think that's, you know. Yeah, not that's not okay. You know, like, so that was really the only sort of, and, and, and considering the fact that the convention was, like, full of 70,000 people, like, sort of in a one space, basically, that we didn't really have any... There was only one stinky place, yeah. which is, I'm pretty sure, where I caught my con crud. Um, but we'll leave that alone. I told alone. you it was a thing. It's yeah. a thing. It's oh, real. It, once you're there for more than one day, I, you, you're, mm-hmm. you're at risk. You're, you're it's right. not only that, it's you're just tired. Yes, and very tired. there's all those people that sweat and stink and are yeah. sick and coughing without yeah, covering so, their Yeah, so one thing mouth. I'll say, I was, I was very impressed with a couple of things at the, the Orange County Convention Center, the... Air conditioning the, is wonderful. The air conditioning was really good. It was cold in there. Like, it yes. was full-on cold. Which is a good thing considering the, you know, the cosplayers and, and mm-hmm. the sweating yeah. possibilities. So, that was nice. I did and, not and, oh, yeah. sweat at all. No, no, me neither. I, like I said, I think we all wore long pants the second day. Yeah, they all listen. They're all these guys, all these tourists here with shorts on. And they say, why are you wearing jeans for? I'm like, eh, you know. I live here. It's spring. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but they, they heated my, my, they took my lead on Saturday. Yeah, um, we were. So that was also, also because I got I got pizza garlic sauce on my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> only yeah, yeah the, the, the Papa John's pizza that 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 impeded my sleep. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I think it was just really fun, right? Yeah. I mean, like the convention. Oh, the other thing I was impressed yeah. with was the bathroom situation. There was oh no, yeah, there was very little, a lot of bathroom, not a lot of line. Even and you know, obviously, I didn't go in the women's washroom, but it all seemed to be. <laughs> It all yeah. seemed to be very orderly. They are very good. Like, they have a lot of bathrooms, like a lot, like along the back wall there. And it's like, yeah, you don't have to wait. Like, there was, uh, you know, I, I thought it was great. I, I oh, had and no, and yeah. the, uh, again, I didn't know this because first con, uh, the mm-hmm. food was, was very good. good. Yeah, a lot of variety, not long lines. Not fast food either. We had like uh, a roast con pollo on Friday, and we had uh, this this uh, <laughs> really Euro phallic uh, Euro dog on yeah. Saturday, and yeah, it was fine. So like the, the whole experience, I think, um, I've never been, not since Star Trek days, even Star Trek con- cons were sort of not so singular, but I've never been to a convention that was like, this is a Star Wars convention only. So it was sort of a different, um, right? Kind like of you're going to, to MegaCon or you know, like yeah. more general where there's lots of stuff, not not just kind of this singular. This is yeah, Star Wars, and there's only Star Wars things here. That was a very new experience. But considering the fact that it was only Star Wars and seventy thousand people came, and seventy thousand people not from just Florida, you know, from France and England, and you know, Amber comes from. Is she a Canadian? I can't remember. Or she she's from, from Washington. Washington. Yeah. So she's close. Close enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think yeah, these, maybe it's from Oregon. Portland, I think. One Portland. of those. So that's Portland. Oregon. So like or something. Anyways, Amber. I mean, it was and it was really um <laughs> I think like I said, I think every, I think there was just like a really kind of nice energy. It was a very positive, positive vibe, positive crowd. You know, no one you know, was like arguing with each other. Like I didn't even really see any, you know, any yeah. other altercations or people. No, it being, was just like a really or, it was like the perfect kind of convention experience for me. That at least the way that I saw it, because I was again, we kind of had a let's not go crazy with lines. So I know that we also said, well, we were gonna try to get into some book things. Guess what, guys? Let me tell you something. Um we couldn't get anywhere near Timothy Zahn. Um we couldn't find like the uh Christy Golden or um 
John uh, Jackson Miller because like they were only at the booths at certain times. Yeah, and I think John Jackson Miller I think was only signing on Sunday and we weren't there on and Sunday. And he was only he was also at the booth on Friday during the trailer. Yeah, during the trailer so we were sort of <laughs> Yeah, so I mean And it I was, think and there was one uh there was one book panel but I think we ended up being in Anthony Daniels. Yes. When so unfortunately we overlapped. Yeah. So, you know, I mean we didn't really do our due diligence which yeah, we really felt a little bit guilty, you know, we did. but <laughs> But not much because we had a really nice time. Yeah, exactly. So um, let's talk about some Star Wars business now. Now that we've gotten our reminiscing over of our trip that will ne- mm-hmm. that, that that ruined my week because it was so nice. <laughs> and I'm sure. And I'm sure you know. And, and as episodes go by, we'll remember other things. And- oh yes. But um, let's talk first. So we had the big drop on Friday of last week was the Last Jedi trailer. Well, it was a teaser. Even though they said this more of a trailer than a teaser. Listen, it's a teaser. I mean, really, I guess the thing is, what do you define as a teaser and what do you define? It tells you nothing about anything. It's not really Because it was like two over two minutes. It's two minutes, 12 seconds. Yeah, but that's not the length. It's like... There's no plot. Like a, a, a trailer will give you plot elements. It'll give you dialogue, right? From multiple characters. Generally, um, it's it's usually about two minutes and thirty or so. Um, it, this is a this is a teaser. It's like flashes of 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 the uh, of the movie. It's not like much of anything. It gives you like tantalizing hints, but nothing else. That said, it's fine. You know, I, I'm very intrigued by the look of the movie. Mm-hmm. It, it does look different. I will there say is that. a controversy, though, that Ryan Johnson has stirred up this week. I don't know if you're aware of it. Mm-mm, no. So he's apparently changed the positioning of Kylo Ren's scar. And somebody noticed it in the trailer, and they and then he was asked about it. He said, well, he wanted to change it because he thought it was too goofy the other way. <laughs> so the Continuity. scar- Continuity. I know, that's what everybody- Canon! So basically, in the Force Awakens, if you were to look at a picture at a picture of him at the end, the scar sort of runs diagonal from like his uh, uh, right cheek up to like in between his eyes and then up into his forehead. Right. Well, now the scar is a much cooler, like middle of eyebrow down the cheek kind of scar. I mean, it's like you know, end of Star Trek Four. They get the new Enterprise and the bridge is all white and. Pretty, it changes in Star Trek Five. It's completely different. Like, yes. eh, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I don't really care. I think That's it's more different, though. You can have a like a refit on a ship. A scar True. doesn't really move. But if you no, listen, if you're getting back to, you never know what could happen. Yeah, maybe it's just it, <laughs> they, they used the wrong back then. It just sort of pushed it sideways so, instead of healing. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, that being said, it was a, it was kind of cool to see it in that setting, even though we couldn't hear it very well. We heard some. We heard the music very well, but we couldn't hear the dialogue. It was cool to see it with like thousands of other people that were like excited to see it. That was so. I actually I I chatted with my brother about this, and this is you know stage rigging and lighting and sound and stuff is is what he does. And I was like, yeah, you know, I guess they just didn't really like you know it's a big space and they couldn't. He's like, no, they didn't have the right sound system in there. That's all. They could have made it happen. They could have made the sound good off of that Star Wars stage. But I I think honestly what they were doing is they wanted the sound to be good around it for when the podcasty stuff. When all the little presentations were going on, oh. and they mm. didn't want to boom it through the hole and probably spend millions of dollars on a sound system. Yeah, I, I'm sure it had to do with that Star, Star hour, Wars stage yeah. thing. Yeah. So, uh, Jen, what do you think of the trailer teaser trailer Last Jedi? Uh not not as exciting as I was hoping. I hmm. mean, it, like you were saying, I mean, there's just not a lot there, and uh, some of the elements were kind of repetitive from the previous movie. 
you know, like ships moving over <laughs> land, um, Luke talking, <laughs> you know, things like that. Yeah. Should, should we play the audio? Sure. All right, let, let's do that, and then maybe we'll we'll be because I, I don't know if I watched it in a few days because things have been crazy. So let's <laughs> let's been a few days since I, watched I will watch it and you guys will listen. So Chris will have the opposite experience of what he had at the con. He will now hear <coughs> the audio without the video. <laughs> Here we go. Ooh, yeah, there we go. It's very dramatic. It's lovely. Uh, they have a nice little music selection there of little pieces from Force Awakens. It's nice. It's a good. It's a good trailer uh, music selection there. Um, yeah, so I think we concluded that the, that those ships in the space battle were the ones from Starhawks. We the we Star believe Hawks. they are Starhawks from that were shown in uh, Empire's End, mm-hmm. uh, which would be cool. They but now now I've looked at that trailer and I told you I found the A wings, which was cool. Right, yeah. A wings. They look. They don't look as big as I. Pictured them, so they might not be, but I don't know. Starhawks are supposed to be like star destroyer Destroyer size, so at least comparable, yeah. But I feel with them being as prominent in that book, that it would seems like it would be something that that would show up. So, um, so there's a lot of speculation, like of of what what Luke is meaning, and I I think that Rebels is there that that Lucasfilm is being very clever with what they're doing with rebels and other things. Um, and, and I don't know how f- much you guys are caught up with rebels or if you remember. Not. <laughs> All right. Well, there's a character that shows up in rebels in this third season that was uh, called Bendo. Bendu. Sorry. I don't know if you know, have you met it him? Sounds familiar. Him? So he's a force. It's a big creature. It's a force user. It is not, it is neither. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that he's I've, neither yeah, dark. I've, I've seen him. Yeah. He's neither dark. He's not, he's not light. He's just the fo- He's like the force, you know, he's, Oh, is he the one that helped Kanan Kanan with his sight? 
So yes. yeah. what I think we're going towards is like, you know, where there's going to be force users. I don't think, I think that there's something, of, uh, maybe the Jedi are going to not be a thing, but there's going to be something to replace the Jedi with. Or Like you think they're pulling a little bit from, uh, oh, what's it called? That long one, not Legacy of the Force, but the one with the the Yuzen Vong, what's it called? Oh, the the the, the new Gen, new Jedi Order. Yeah. yeah, with like the Living Force, and I mean they've talked about that before. Yeah, I but, mean I'm just I just think that maybe that's when because balance comes up, which we've heard before, you right? Know, uh, interesting. So what? And then maybe, they established all that, you know, the Ahsoka like gray Jedi, right. whatever, you know. So um, there's, you know, and we're, I know we're counting everything as canon now, and I I kind of look too deep into things sometimes, but <laughs> there is um. There was also, I don't want to, if you guys haven't seen the Obi-Wan Clone Wars or, or Rebels episode, I can't really talk about this. So I guess I won't bring it up. But there's something that happens in that episode that makes me think um, differently about Luke and what's going on in this movie. So anyway, it's fine. I think it has a really, I think the movie is going to look really good. Um, I'm kind of, you know, more interested to see these characters again than I thought I would be. So yeah. Uh, that's cool. Uh, is Finn going to wake up? I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Now Finn's just sleeping the whole movie. <laughs> now, um, Lucasfilm has also come out and said that Carrie Fisher or Princess Leia as a character will not be in episode nine at all. So basically, I guess, so she won't be in episode nine, but they got permission to use her non-CGI image in other things. Right. So, or was that debunked at some point? I don't. I think it's all been debunked. I think that okay. her brother is confused, uh, which is what Kathleen Kennedy kind of said. <laughs> but um, so it just makes you wonder what's going to happen in this movie because if in that one shot of Leia in in the trailer, she's clearly on a on a ship. That's like a Mont Calamari ship, I think. Yeah, and she was looking at like a star map. I I, mm-hmm. I think it's like is it the it might be the Luke finding luke star map maybe so who knows i mean it's all speculation right now but um i guess when we in september or whenever we get a real trailer like a we'll probably have a little bit more of an idea we didn't see benicio del toro's character at all right he's supposed to be the big bad right so a lot left to the imagination which is not a no, bad thing no no snoke right no, no that's not i just wanted to say i didn't mean that i didn't like the trailer you're saying it's just it wasn't. It was like, just like you said. It's a teaser, it's so a teaser. there wasn't a lot of meat there. No, I mean there wasn't going to be as much. Like when I watched the you know the episode seven teaser, I like you know if you remember, I I swore and I got chills because mm-hmm. well, know, it's been so so long, you know. Yeah, now it's like okay, well, we know sort of know what we're getting into. Yeah, yes. and also you kind of got the impression that Luke was not real happy to see Ray. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I wasn't surprised by the ending either. You know, right. that trailer, the the teaser trailer. So Which like, makes sense because they, they explained in episode seven, you know, he sort of exiled himself. He mm-hmm. became a hermit because he, he feels like he messed up. So yeah. why would he want to train another Jedi if the last Jedi he trained killed everyone and went bad? He killed all the other Jedis. And his dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not to mention. So I think that they're doing something interesting. I would, I, you guys should at least, you guys need to get caught up because I would like to speak with you guys about a couple, of, especially the finale of of this season was just amazing. Uh, yeah, with, I can. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, me too. Um, because and and what Dave Filoni said in the Rebels panel was that the season finale of of season three uh, really kind of leads into Rogue One and how come the Rebels are sort of you know, kind of gun shy. Right. Which I found, you know, like that was interesting because 
that was one thing I was like, oh man, I mean, I wouldn't, the rebels are so wuss, they're such wusses. I mean, these guys are just, they don't want to fight. Come so on. scared to do everything. Like. But but when you watch that episode, you're like, oh yeah, you know, like. Now I get it. All the right. Empire is really not playing around. Um, yeah, so that'll be interesting. And I guess the big, the big takeaway from the Rebels <laughs> season four panel is season four season. is the last season of Rebels. Yes. And the trailer itself is, is, uh, is really kind of, it's kind of neat. And it's told to, the trailer for Rebels season four is told to us by Hera who we know uh, survives right. uh, into uh, Return of the Jedi even, because apparently she's going to be in one of those cartoons with Leia on Endor. Yes. So, uh, and we also know she survived because she's being asked for in the uh, in Yavin base over the loudspeaker. And she, and she got a promotion. <laughs> she's a general. And she gets, apparently she gets that in season four. Um. And well, the, uh, based based on on Jedi, they hand out generalships to you just know. whoever shows. Hey, you're up. you're going to do something. You're a general now. <laughs> Some guy in a cape. You're a general now. <laughs> oh, thank you. I didn't feel like um, wearing Hans' clothes anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what's what was the other takeaway that? Um, oh yes. So interesting. This one I really dig. It's such a clever little way to to do these little backdoor continuity things. So so Rex is going to be retconned into being the old man rebel on Endor. Oh. If you, if, whenever you, if you ever look at some stills, you'll find him. If you look up Captain Rex Endor, you'll find this, you know, guy wearing commando gear with a big white beard. And I can see him. Yeah. So apparently, in my head um, right now. Yeah. So apparently, Rex is going. His new uh, uniform for season four is going to be that re- commando, the rebel commando. Be, yes. Poncho thing. So I think they're going to be retconning that to be Rex, which I'm just fine with because yes. I think that's great that a clone trooper is fighting alongside the rebellion. I think that's just awesome no, that's amazing yes it's good stuff so i mean there's that and then we also got the battlefront 2 trailer which is which ties into our show because christy golden uh is heavily involved in the character's backstory because she's writing a book called or inferno she has written squad. In battlefront 2 inferno squad and we did not really dig on the first battlefront book um, but I think Christy Golden writing <laughs> and, and, one, and I also didn't really dig on the first Battlefront game. So, right. but this game looks like a whole different ball of wax. And Christy Golden writing the the story for this character, I think, is going to be good because there is finally going to be a single player mode. And if you watch the trailer, it's basically going to follow this Imperial, and I don't have her name in front of me, but it's another weird name that I never that's kind of doesn't really come off the tongue very easily. But uh, she's sort of uh, the leader of this Inferno squad, which is like the Imperial Special Forces. And they were activated, apparently what the book is going to be, they were activated after the events of Rogue, after the Death Star explodes to kind of hunt down rebels. And uh, she's in charge of that group. And apparently her planet that she comes from is like totally cool with the Empire. Like they love it. Like there's no rebels there. Everybody digs the Empire. So like she's super loyal Imperial. And apparently it's going to take her story from the end of Endor to all the way through to um, Force Awakens. So interesting, interesting stuff. Um, Because as we know, at the end of um, Empire's End, some elements of the Empire are what form the First Order. Mm -hmm. They, they, They leave normals. They leave the galaxy and go to the unknown regions and meet up with the Eclipse, which is the Emperor's, uh, uh, Super Star Destroyer, and by the way, if you Joe, did you see in the in the Battlefront Two trailer one of those Sentinel droids with him, with the Emperor's face that we yes uh, yes. yes so um, so it is interesting how they are you know how they said you know everything is canon now yes. and they're pulling things from the books into the games and things from the games into the movies and mm-hmm. things from the movies back into the books and 
Yeah, and the Sentinel droid was actually in a comic, the Shattered Empire comic, with the Emperor's face, and it actually looks exactly the same. So they really are sort of, for better or worse, sticking to their own continuity, which is whoever's in charge of that, God help them. Like, Hmm. there is so much to keep track of now between games and comics and good luck. But um, interesting. I'm I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Uh, I'm sure sure looking forward to that. And, th- and this sort of dips into my other show. But I just I was just looking through Wikipedia stuff, and I didn't realize that that uh, Battle Battlefront and now Battlefront Two run on this Frostbite engine, which is also the engine that is running uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Hmm. Ah, yes. I'm I'm many hours into that game, and I just jealous. I just well, don't be so jealous. <laughs> is it not that good? It is. It is. Uh, it is exactly a mediocre version Aww. of Mass Effect. I will say there are. There, yeah. I think we talked about this at the in, on, in the last episode. We did, and I, I, I was harsher. I'm going to be less harsh now. I'm going to say that there are elements of the game I really enjoy. Uh, none of them are the characters or the story. <laughs> <laughs> I find it to be a weaker version of what we've already done. Unfortunately, it does I not. think we concluded that if it wasn't a Mass Effect game, it would be a good game. Yes. The problem is that I'm like used to playing a shepherd and I'm used to having a really good, strong story. And this is really, for me, not just not, not taking some boxes. Although I do like the planets. I do like exploring the planets and I do like a lot of the missions. The missions, some of them are actually kind of fun. However, eh, I'll see. I'll, I'll see at the end. I don't want to, I don't want to, um, because I mean, listen, the fact is I'm playing it <laughs> and I've played it for many hours, like probably at this point, 50 hours. So it's not like, I mean, if it was really that bad, I wouldn't be, I think I'm just sort of, I think there's a high bar, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of I mean, like hard, our it's hard to, book. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's hard it's, to be Mass Effect 2, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mass Effect 2 to me is like perfect. The best. The perfect yeah. mix of story, gameplay. Mm-hmm. It just sort of all came together in that game. Mass Effect 3 was sort of the downslope a little bit, starting the old downslope. But even in that game, at least I was still playing mm-hmm. my character with, with the... And the, I found the side characters to be so engaging in, in the first three games. And I'm not really... Ah, just not getting it. So, yeah. I, I oh, don't know. And speaking of, of Kenobi, you picked up some Ooh. cool art. So, oh, and I actually had to talk my way into it, too. Yes. So there's here. Here's your 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 altercation was better. Was positive. <laughs> My altercation was just me like kind of looking at really a guy, and staring at him until he gave me what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> so like we we so like Rico had wanted to see the art. We we kind of near the end of Saturday we ambled over to the artist section, which All which exhausted. is one of my favorite sections because I love some of this art. It's just incredible, you know. And that's where we saw a very cool Darth Bane cosplay. Yes, with like I mean it was a very crazy helmet. Yes. So big guy, right? Like, there's this really so this so we I walk over to this table and I see it. I'm like, oh, I have to have it. It's like this really cool coordinate painting of Obi-Wan meditating next to a um moisture, moisture evaporator. evaporator. Yeah. And like in the distance you can see like, you know, the the Lars farm or whatever. And it's called like Watchful Guardian, right? And I'm like, oh, I need that. That's Fritz for our show. It's yeah, like, and I think know. you looked at me and you said that. Uh, I can't remember if I told you or you told yeah. me first. That totally reminds me of Kenobi. And right. One of us said I thought the exact same thing. So yeah. like, I went over to the artist and I'm like, so like, I want one. Please, can I have it? <laughs> big, big big sticker on on the the display poster that says sold, sold out. out. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm just looking at him like I really want like what? And I mean, I, and I you're I like, we have a we have a podcast. I, I, I went into the whole story about why yeah. it means a lot to me to get it's it. It's the first. It, it's what launched our podcast. And so it's like very meaningful to us. This is the whole trip. 
So he like so him and the guy are him and his handler are sort of looking at each other and like you're like so how limited, do you it's two two hundred fifty two hundred fifty limited right, and it's like right. there's seventy thousand people here yeah. what are the chances so I'm like I was kind of like you know I guess I don't get one but he was like how do you feel about number fifty six I'm like huh he's like is yeah, that I, said, your I don't know up? I think you should hold out for fifty seven yeah but anyway so he and I ended up getting somebody's who I think didn't come and pick theirs up yeah so. I think what had happened is some people had reserved them on Thursday and never showed and it up was like Saturday and they hadn't shown up and he's like well money in my pocket's better than so not money in my pocket so I was able to get this one thing I realized that one of the this real really cool piece of art and so I'll, I'll frame it up and maybe take a picture you could probably find it I've, I've saw it on his uh, Facebook page actually his name is Chris D he's from Paris uh, France, not Paris, wherever else. But um, I loved it. No, it's not Paris, Texas. Trust <laughs> me, I met the fellow. Very, very nice guy. Um, it's a beautiful, really a beautiful piece. Uh, I was really happy to be able to buy it and thank him for that. And then uh, Joe and I both got this really cool little neat Rogue One, um, Rogue, Rogue Squadron, Rogue, Rogue Squadron um, little painting. It's like a yeah, like, X-Wings flying together. and On Coruscant. Yeah, that's Chris Chris Trevis. Yes. So I got this pin from him that says Star Wars the Chris Army because my name is Chris and his name was Chris and the other guy's name was Chris. And it was he had these pins, the Chris Army, which I grabbed. Very cool. So we had a great time and, and there was all this other, of course it was all this other stuff going on that maybe everybody else who wasn't in Orlando was like watching like the panels and things like that that we didn't get to see and I kinda caught up on them, you know. As I was sitting around laying in bed or whatever, I watched the uh, 30th or 30th, geez, 40th. And <laughs> I can't believe I've, I saw a movie in a theater that's been out for 40 years. <laughs> it's Oof. crazy. Yikes. Um, all that stuff is just, it's just, we had a really nice time and um, got to see a trailer. And thank God that Jen's here because last time we were aimless. We're still kind of aimless. But, <laughs> but last time without Jen doing a book review, we don't know what to do with ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot. And, and frankly, the only thing missing from the con was was Jen. Yes. That would have been really Aww. awesome. That would have been amazing. That would have been a really great, great show if we could all been together. Um, maybe next time. Because it was, well, not till 2019. They will, Yeah. Well, by then, say. maybe I can afford it. Yeah, but who knows where it's going to be? It might be in freaking London. Hey, maybe Yeah, I think that's what, uh, that'd be cool. <laughs> hey, if it was in Texas, I'll go. You know, that'd be I fine. think, yeah, that's what... Uh, I guess Warwick Davis did the closing ceremonies and he said, you know, see you at next celebration, wherever it may be. Some right. people don't know if. Although I, I think mean, that, I, I, I think, think it was a very successful. Really good. Yeah. yeah, I think it was very successful in Orlando. So I would say implore them, have it in Orlando again. <laughs> it worked out well. Very convenient. Do you cosplay next time? I will, actually. If I, if I end up. Because um, I think Rico is a little not at, well, what's the word disappointed maybe that he didn't get to wear his Jedi he, costume he thought well here's the thing we kind of discussed it the two of us and I said I'm not going to for the simple fact that I just don't fit in my Han Solo pants right now and I'm not you know I don't have anything else to wear and I, I don't want to be like yeah. I, don't wanna, I don't have like a, a gut hanging over my Han Solo pants you so gotta I'm, feel like you look yeah. good yeah so and I, yeah. I when I wore those that you that outfit I looked great and I would like to look great again. And I didn't, mm. I don't feel that I would look that good. So I'm, I didn't do it. And I don't have a, if I had a Jedi outfit, I would have thought about it, but I don't. But if yeah, I do and I'm this, not opposed to it, but I, I've got nothing. If so I like, get this lightsaber, if I get this lightsaber, maybe motivation, I'll, maybe I'll start putting together a, a Jedi. I want it to be kind of unique. So I mm-hmm. want to, you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I think that if, 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 if we all manage to go again, I'll probably at yeah. least do one day of this, the con. I'll, I'll, I'll cosplay, I guess. Because I kind of, I was looking around going, yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. And because the air conditioning was so nice mm-hmm. that it wouldn't even be that hot. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And, and we saw a lot of, you know, I think Saturday definitely more than Oh, than yeah. Friday. Saturday was we great. Saw, 
a lot of good a lot of good cosplay and some you know some fun some fun mashups actually i really like the um oh what's it this the saturday night live dude john travolta no not no. john travolta the, <laughs> saturday the night live. Oh, sorry, sorry, undercover fever. boss thing what's it called oh yeah yeah so matt was there from star yeah, killer base <laughs> undercover boss I in character him. yeah i said hey matt and he said what do you say he said kylo ren is still shredded right yeah kylo ren's still shredded yeah that was great that was awesome. So we had a nice time. It was great. Yeah. I couldn't and have just, asked yeah. for a, a better couple of days. Uh, it was, uh, and I mean, you saw. I'm sure everyone's seen the the photos they took of like you know the 501st like covering oh, yes. the entire like yeah. main entrance hall. It's amazing like, when those rip. guys get together. Did y'all yeah. see that video? Who posted it? I saw a video. Maybe I don't remember who posted it. I reposted it on Anomaly of the uh, the Rebel um, uh, Navy. Yeah. The Fire, Rebel Legion. Yeah. The, they were all like, they had, the they were in an ATM. Thing. Yeah. And they were passing Yeah, yeah, off. yeah. They, re, they re, uh, recreated the Rogue One. Yeah, the Rogue One <laughs> scene where scene. Vader's after him. Yeah, that yeah, was that too was funny. good. Yeah, the, I will, the, the um, yeah, the cosplay, uh, really just fantastic. Um, and hey, maybe next celebration we'll have enough listeners to get on the podcast stage. Yeah, yeah. right. We'll see. But, um, you know, what I really dug too is I saw a lot of like, I saw a lot of like fathers and sons and like all kind of, kind of dressed up, even not, not really cosplaying so much as like, Hey, I'm wearing this Halloween type costume, but like just enjoying the, just uh, having fun. Yeah. That, that yeah. really, I found that to Muggle be great. cosplay. Up on yeah. the uh, stage for Anthony Daniels. There oh, was that like was this, great. <laughs> so there was a father, he was dressed up as a Jedi. He had a, a kid who was BBA, he was 11 and he was in this inflatable BBA costume. So like the uh, the host of this Mark Daniels guy, not the Mark Daniels we know, different Mark Daniels, um, says he, well, he's trying to get people to come sit on the stage and he finds BB-8 up there and he says, come on down. This poor kid had to waddle in this costume all the way from the balcony down to the floor. It was just the cutest thing. And he's up on the stage, like giving thumbs up. I just, and so his brother was dressed in this inflatable Jabba, Jabba the Hutt costume. <laughs> and they're both just, uh, we, I took a picture of it. They're all up on stage together. It was just a very, and it was just a very uh, surreal sort of group of people. Yeah. And then, and yeah, so then they get to come and they, they get to sit on stage throughout the whole show and so like they get there and the dad's there and he sort of starts fussing with Defl- them and deflating, deflating the costume and yeah. and yeah the host guy's like no 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 no, no. wait a second wait a second wait a second you you're not deflating the thing you, he's got to you got to be here in in, in character so that so these kids <laughs> Both these kids had to sit there like awkwardly falling <laughs> off the chair for an hour but the little b and he kept asking this so you say the little kid in the bba costume he's like are you okay and the kid would just give us a little thumbs give up the thumbs up it was very cute <laughs> very cute so again like i said it was just like a for a, a thing called Star Wars, it was just a very positive, vibey kind of like hippie-ish feeling. It was everybody was like in peace and love mode, you know. It was like a really, you know, the only close thing I came to an altercation was with this guy that was guarding seats he had no reason to guard at the uh, Warwick Davis panel. And I'm like, <laughs> oh right, I was so irritated. I'm like, oh the staff, that staff guy. Yeah, and I'm like, can I just sit here? Oh, He's like, I don't know. Yeah. And I'm like. Oh, but this is these are really good seats, and he's like, I don't know, I have to ask, and then he leaves, and I'm like, well, I'm not just going to stand here and wait because by the time if you come back and tell him that the seats are, I can't sit in them, then I've lost other good mm-hmm. seats. But um, we got really great seats for the Anthony Daniels one. I yeah, did, we were like, I, I used my seat ninja spot to spot three right in the middle there. It was you great. know, mm-hmm. we had a similar situation at Austin Comic Con a few years ago when um, Patrick Stewart and the whole cast of TNG were, were there. Um, Angela paid for two passes for us to be in the VIP section to sit up front and get to, you know, a meet and greet kind of thing with him. And she paid a lot for that. 
And yet, they allowed people to walk in and sit on the floor right in front of us. I'd be so And we're on the front row and we're like, what the crap? crap. And then there was a, it's like they were videoing it, right? For their their, uh, marketing and everything. A guy was standing right in front of us with a giant camera on his shoulder. It's oh, like, I'd what be the so angry. That would not stand. This? That would not stand. She was like, just calm down. We're in the presence of Sir Patrick no, Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart. I'm okay. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. That would make me so irritated. That would, it would ru- almost ruin it for me, I think. Yeah. First they of all, seeing, seeing the people come and sit in front of you, like on the that floor. That is what was most annoying, and nobody made her move. Oh, I was. Oh, I would be so. I'd be like, I, I, I know it's a little bit dickish, but I don't care. Listen. I, I dropped, we dropped money like all over the place this weekend. And if, you know, it's like when you drop money for this sort of stuff, it's like you think you're doing it for, like you said, you, you guys are like, oh, look at this. We got this front row seat. It costs a ton of money. And then somebody just comes in off the street and, and just sits down. Oh, <laughs> I'd be like, hey, chooch. <laughs> yep. Paid a lot of money for yeah. this. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, but I was so, so, like, but this guy was just guarding random seats, right, Joe? It was, like, these weird, and they were kind of nice, but they weren't, like, super close. It was, like, the back two rows of the first section. Yeah. So, you know, like, yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't, like, it wasn't front row or anything. And there were some rows that were reserved, like, they had reserved signs for, on them. For the VIP people, the Jedi right. Pass or whatever it was. Yeah, um, like, $400 pass. Yeah, forget that nonsense. But anyway, other than that, that was I came close, but I think I just kind of decided, hey, whatever. I'm just we just went over and we took on. like the first, the first or second row in the second section. Like we never, we never had to sit in the. But that damn guy anything. kept overlooking me when I wanted to run. I was raising my hand to go up on the stage. So. Yeah, you wanted to go ask Anthony Dan or no, sorry, the Warwick Davis about a, uh, Carl Pilkington. Yeah, exactly. My wife or was what super- you probably would have done was he he would have said you that was a rubbish a rubbish question, question he, here. Take he one of mine. Read off of his so cards. he could play his video. Yeah, <laughs> which is what he did to most of the people. He'd say that's a rubbish question here. Read um, this one. There was one girl that I think he liked the question a lot. Right? Is that it the one like that the challenging? Which role was most challenging for you, or something? You know, something mm-hmm. like that. But. What was the dumbest question? Because at every con, there was always someone. Who asked a question? Oh, what was that it, Joe? The first go, guy. Oh, he was the first gosh. guy, right? What, what did he ask? It was ice cream? Was it what's your favorite ice oh, cream? Oh, that was right. Flavor? I was like, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? He's like, he came all the way up here to ask me what my favorite flavor of ice cream is. It's he said you. vanilla. He's very simple. Yes. Simple man of simple tastes. I happened to, before we were recording, put on a couple of those Life's Too Short clips uh, where uh, with Val Kilmer putting the Batman. I don't know if you guys ever watched that show, but if you're for, if you're a fan of Warwick Davis, uh, it's really funny. It's like basically him. It's like a Curb Your Enthusiasm but with him playing a sort of an exaggerated version of himself with a huge ego who's kind of a jerk. And uh, he's trying to get Willow 2 made and nobody wants to make it because nobody knows what Willow is. It's pretty funny. <laughs> like, like he's like, have you ever seen Star Wars? You know, yeah, of course. And and uh, Harry Potter, yeah. What about Willow? No, I don't know that. Well, I started in that one. You know? <laughs> so actually, my, my brothers actually chatted with him because whenever, when they did all the Harry, Harry Potter Potters. openings at, yeah. uh, at the park, he was he was there doing stuff. And he's like, yeah, he's a super nice guy. Of course super he is. personable and friendly. And he seems that way. Like, you know, I mean, just seems like a very friendly dude. I mean. He's got that like super dry British wit sense of humor thing going yeah. on. And I will say a couple of the videos that he showed were really kind of clever. Um, the Harry Potter Cribs one I really enjoyed. Yeah, uh, which, that was great. Which you can't find online too bad because it's funny. Uh, yeah, he basically shows everyone around his his trailer that he can't at, reach on, anything. On set. Yeah. yeah, that is like not accessible for him at all. He's like, "There's a microwave, can't reach it. Sink, <laughs> don't need it. it. You know, it's yeah. fine." Um, and then there was the Return of the Ewok thing too, which I, which was really cool. Uh, which was this little beh- movie they shot behind the scenes of Return of the Jedi that doesn't mm-hmm. that exists, but nobody knows where. But you know, Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher show up in it. It's pretty 
pretty uh, amusing little video. Yeah, they pop out like in in costume. And, yeah. But anyway, what was her? And he's like eleven yeah. years old in it. So yeah. exactly, he's little. He's a very cute kid. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that was it. I mean, you know, we had great time. Saw some trailers, and I don't know. I mean, it's just too much to really even consider Condensed going. Over. Down. Yeah, we don't really have a report. You know, we just sort of went as friends and to hang out. It wasn't really. And I think that's the most that the kind of the, the biggest takeaway from the whole thing is you know we we get along in re, in in IRL. Yes, <laughs> well I did. I was not irritated by you guys at all. But you know, give me a few days. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I there was. I even scammed a free breakfast. No, because we all kind of are. See, I feel like we are all sort of in the same wavelength. Let's just kind of yeah. just chill out, man. Just like yeah, like I think if one of us was like, I really want to go get this autograph, and I really want to go to this thing, and then it wouldn't have worked. Well, we let's were, say yeah. that if you two if you two were very irritated with me. Um, on Friday, I would have got it because I was hunt, trying to hunt down a lightsaber place, and I was really sort of insistent about it. And but we were just sort of like wandering around, and you know, if you yeah. found one, you found yeah. one. You I felt bad it. after a while, and then once I taught, I saw I found that one and saw the price, I was like, forget it. And yeah. then I, you know, so I, I was, I did feel bad that I'm like, I'm sort of doing this quest for this thing that everybody else isn't really that particularly interested in. So, and I sort of think now, like, I, in talking to some other people about it, I think the, the way it works basically is. If you want to buy stuff, then you get the four day pass and you, one of your days, that's the day that you stand in lines and buy things. Oh, like all, the, like all me. those, uh, like the exclusives. And yeah. If you want the exclusives or if you really want to get in, like the autograph area was just pandemonium. Oh, there was no too. getting near it. Yeah. It was. I uh, didn't like, there were a lot of interesting, you know, like I didn't know if, I didn't know if Forrest Whitaker was going to be signing. He was. He yeah, I mean, and, like I said, if I had, if I, and again, I had you guys with me, and I probably had I been alone, or, or I might have probably bought a couple of autographs, but you know, I'm not going to make other people wait around for me, or then have to find you guys and seventy thousand people. You know what I mean? It's just, I think we would have been like we. I think that 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 ATST was sort of like our, our meeting place. <laughs> Go to the Rico bunker, would sort yeah, of like yeah. wander off and start taking pictures of things. Oh yeah, we lost Rico him. a million times. But then <laughs> what we, you needed was an Angela with a book of organization <laughs> she had <laughs> we really did need that yes she would have like okay at this time so and so is going to this panel so we will all meet at this section and these people are staying at the table because we would always have a booth and nobody ever got lost and it was always yeah we organized. needed that and guess what yeah like we showed up and we're like so what do we want to see yeah <laughs> hey there's an app oh look there's a program <laughs> so basically is there a vendor yeah. list no i don't think so next no. day we find oh yeah there is one <laughs> it's like we're just so disorganized we were very hilarious. disorganized but again it was not that kind of it was more like let's just we did like i said we kind of made it it was more of an active like anti-organization we're like well, let's just go go with and the flow. see, see what's where, what. see where the force takes us and yeah. uh took us all kinds of weird places not really weird but fun nice time so uh, that's about all I got to say about it. I'm kind of yeah. I mean, I'm sure we out right now. for another hour, but <laughs> I'm sure we could. So, um, get ready because uh, we are going to go right back into book mode on our next show, probably or at least soon. <laughs> There's no guarantee what our next show is actually going to be, but our there next actual <laughs> yeah, our next actual book review is going to be Thrawn, the new Timothy Zahn book, which we tried in vain to try to get one at the con. Uh, right. So they had these, not, I, I think there were regular copies, but they had these celebration exclusive copies and they yes. kept running out. Yes. 
And so I guess what was it on the Saturday they said a lottery. Well, we've got we've got seventy five yes. copies of this book, and we're gonna do a lottery. So at three o'clock, everyone line up outside the Delray booth and don't hang around, don't line up early, and blah blah blah. And we'll do a lottery. You guys can pick out of a hat, and yeah. if you pick a winning ticket, then you get the opportunity to buy a book to have a sign, which you can then get signed by Timothy Zahn if you again stand in a different line. <laughs> And I think, I can't remember if it was Arnie from Star Wars Action News or one of the other Star Wars Action News staff members posted on Facebook said, I stood in three different, I stood in line three different times to get Timothy Zahn's autograph and I did not get it. Yeah. Did you ever try so, to meet up with Arnie? We did. did we, I, we met, we met Arnie and Marjorie. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. They were in the, uh, the collector's social room. They had a table and, and everything and him, him and Rico go back really long yeah. way. So Rico walked in and he was like, Rico, Hey, how's it going? And I'm like, hi, I'm Joe. I listen to your show sometimes too. And he's like, Oh, hi. <laughs> yeah. Basically Joe and I were sort of off to the side, like losers while those guys were catching up. Um, yeah, that was but very, very nice. Very pleasant. Him, yeah. him and Audrey, both very pleasant people, pleasant folks. Yeah. So that's the, that's our plan is to go into Thrawn. I don't know what the next new book after Thrawn is, if it's that Inferno Squad book or... I saw the one, the the, the uh, Captain Phasma oh, book right, 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 right. being yes. teased. Yes. So there's Captain Phasma coming out. There's also, um, I believe, that journal, The Guardians of the Wills, but I think that's a kid's book. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I'll probably read it anyway. I want to know about The Guardians of the Wills. So. Me too. And if it has, and if if the audio book could have Donnie Yen reading it, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's it. Anybody else have anything to add? Because... Uh, I think that's all. I have to say for, you know, as a, as a newbie con goer, my first con ever, um, I was expecting sort of pandemonium and smells and (laughs) lines and just like, yeah, you got it easy. Yeah, it was. And I think even you and Rico sort of said, this is going to be trial by fire at a con like this, but it was very, very smooth. Yeah. It was very disappointing that he didn't get to see any, have really any real nightmare con stories. Um, because it really was well, once they fixed their problem, it was very well organized. The panels were super well organized. Like here you get into this panel and then they come and they make you stand in this area to wait and then they will take you to your panel. You know, it is very, very, very super well organized. Um, I, my hats are off to them for 70,000, getting 70,000 people and keeping everything sort of not chaotic. And, you know, I think it was great, a great, great convention. And, um, Apparently a record breaker for Star Wars Celebration, the most that most attendance they've had at one. That's awesome. Yeah, 70,000 people. So good stuff. 70,000 people, Joe, at those ticket prices. Whoa. (laughs) Holy moly. I guess I'm used to like, you know, the the conventions, quote unquote, that I go to for like work and stuff. They're like technology conventions, industry conventions, and they're like $1,000 for like two days or something. So I was like, 65 bucks? Okay. You know, so it didn't seem like a lot to me, but I guess it's 65 bucks a day or yeah, it's a day. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Well, it was 60. I think it was 65 for Friday, Friday and Saturday was, Saturday. Saturday was Saturday was 75. So, yeah. Saturday was the only day that was more because yes. it's more crowded. That it's the day. Big, it's the big day. Yeah. And it was yeah. so it was so Saturday was sold out. They they couldn't you couldn't walk up and get a ticket. Saturday was sold out prior to. So, um, yeah, it was a good thing that we bought our tickets ahead of time. Good stuff. Um, I believe prices actually went up as well if you didn't. Put- yeah, I think they were more expensive at the door yes. for the other days. So so we we were we were in a good place. So good, good, good show. I'll be going to somehow, for some reason, I'm going to MegaCon next month. I don't know. So this. you'll be back at the exact same back spot. Back in the same spot. Um, hopefully, uh, but I, 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 I'm only really, I only have a couple of things on my mind. My wife is going to meet Felicia Day. 
and do the picture thing. And I'm going to go meet Biff from Back to the Future. <laughs> That's about all I have on my plate. And probably try to get one of those nifty lightsabers that Jen has. Uh, that's it. So, yeah. All right. So I think that was a nice wrap up. Uh, you know, sorry, Jen, <laughs> but we're glad to have you here. We were glad to have Jen here because, and if, uh, if we sound different today, we are trying a new thing. So hopefully it sounds better than we have sounded. We're trying a new, a new thing, a new recording. New thing. software. Yes. New, mm-hmm. new stuff. So we will be back in a couple weeks with something. Either it's going to be a book or it's going to be some nonsense. I but would get pro- get read get reading Thrawn and, yes. and send us emails. But if I was a betting man, I'd bet on nonsense. But I'm I've been wrong before. <laughs> we're good. We're good at nonsense. Yes. So anyway, we'll uh, see you folks uh, on the next episode. See you later. Email your comments or record a message on your computer, smartphone, or tablet device and send it to swstacksshow at gmail.com. Leave a little message for the NSA who's going to read every one of them. 